Hello and welcome, beautiful soul, to the Co-Creating Radiance podcast, where we offer support in cultivating a harmonious consciousness. In this space, we share and discuss topics ranging from the mundane to the magical, sharing our own experiences and the evolution of our individual spiritual paths with the hope and intention of providing perspective, insights, and education. May these heartfelt conversations spark your curiosity and imagination as you uncover your soul's truth along the path of inner harmony and conscious self-expression. We are so grateful to have you with us. Please pull up a chair, grab your favorite beverage, and settle in as we dive deep. Welcome back, everyone. It's such a pleasure and an honor to hold this space with you. My name is Gina. I'm one of the co-creatrixes of this space, and I'm here with my soul sister and fellow co-creatrix, Thea. Hey, everyone. So excited to be back with you. Before we jump into today's topic, I want to lead us in a nice deep breath in and out just to kind of settle ourselves in. I don't know about you, but like when I'm getting ready to dive into a topic, I like to feel a little grounded. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll make sure my feet are firmly planted beneath me. Mm -hmm. If you're sitting cross-legged, perhaps do a little rock back and forth, do a little shoulder roll, and let's go ahead and take in a deep breath, filling your diaphragm and your belly. Let's hold it for just a moment. Let it out slowly. As we prepare to begin today's conversation, I feel like today's conversation is is definitely deep breath worthy. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) I wish I had taken a deep breath um, before the my sudden return began. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it was the deep breath before the plunge. I I received a little bit of info about Saturn return before I went went through it. Mm -hmm. It was about five years ago for me um, or six. Um, And uh, gosh, a Mars retrograde just happened right before it too. It was very crazy. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot. (laughs) Um, And uh, but yeah, Saturn return. So Thea, with how we've uh, referenced it and talked about it, um, that the Saturn return, like a, a lot of times we can hear and read the explanation of our sun signs and it, that it's not always uh, a description or an explanation that we identify with or settle into. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm an Aries sun. And every time that I would read about descriptions of an Aries sun, uh, that like spontaneity and leadership and really like being bold and taking action, like those are all things I wanted to identify with, Mm -hmm. but definitely um, qualities that I did not feel Mm -hmm. that I could settle into uh, fully mm-hmm. until actually, yeah, after my Saturn return. So I never heard it explained like that. But Thea, after you kind of brought that forth, I was like, yes, that's exactly, that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Saturn return. Saturn return is something that I heard about, thankfully, before I uh, 
survived my first one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, well, and, you know, being a Capricorn son, I'm ruled by Saturn anyway. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Saturn is described as, as the planet of hard knocks. It's the mm-hmm. karma keeper and father of the zodiac. And as someone who is raised primarily, you know, for most of my childhood by a single mom, I very much have that, I don't need a dad attitude. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, very, very kind of rebellious in that sense. I have a wonderful relationship with my dad now. Um, You know, and there are definitely things about Saturn that I appreciate. But boy, howdy. Even mm-hmm. even Saturn being in retrograde, I'm just like, ugh. It's, yeah. It'll get you. And, and it's so funny because, you know, you hear people talk about the, you know, the moon goes through its phases and it travels through the zodiac from month to month. And sometimes you'll hear like, oh, I, I believe we just had a full moon in Pisces. So like if you have a Pisces placement, you might feel it a little more than others. Right. And, but Saturn return is like like getting detention and having your least <laughs> favorite teacher monitoring detention and you're the only one there and they're just staring at you being like what's all the shit you haven't done TikTok, i don't have all day but, yeah. but in reality sad return is at least a year long oh minimum bare, bare minimum <laughs> lucky me uh, my saturn return was two years <laughs> Yeah, mine was too as well. Mm. And then there's like the, we forget, you know, there's the whole, and we can experience this with full moons and any other um, planetary transits is that there's a period of time before a Saturn return or before a full moon where we feel that we get like an energetic preview Mm -hmm. um, of the thematics and the energies that we'll be experiencing. And also what part, what areas of our lives that, that, that this planetary transit in particular will have an effect upon. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so I definitely in the couple of years before um, my Saturn return, I knew exact, almost exactly what I was going to be um, heading for. And for those of you who don't know what, um, what the aspects of a Saturn return are, um, Saturn, uh, completes its orbit every in your chart. So when you were born, Saturn was in a particular placement in a particular house, um, in your astrological chart. And you'll be able to, um, some of you will be able to look at this if you have this in front of you. But anyways, it takes about 27 to 30 years on average um, for Saturn to move back into the same position that it was in when you were born. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what we talk about, or that's what we're referencing when we say Saturn return, because it's returning to the same position it was in when you were born. Right. And um, that when Saturn, the taskmaster, kind of moves back in, uh, the aim is to reevaluate to um, to reevaluate which also comes with some sort of like destruction Mm -hmm. um, of old outdated um, ways of thinking Mm -hmm. ways of feeling ways of being Um, it affects it can affect your relationships 
Uh, it can affect where you live. Um, the foundations basically that you have stood upon up until that point in time are reassessed, reevaluated, and uh, adjusted and destroyed actually yeah. as necessary. <laughs> Um, so if you if you're a person who has not been doing your work, mm -hmm. um, or if you're not conscious of these things in any way, shape or form, it can be something, an experience that literally brings you to your knees. And even if you have been doing your work, and even if you have had, if you're sensitive enough to have had that energetic preview in the year or two before Saturn returned, mm -hmm. that uh, you can still be brought to your knees by the experience because you don't know exactly how it's going to play out. Yeah. You may have a flavor of it, but how it manifests is very swift, very powerful. Mm -hmm. um, and your life, I can confidently say that your life is not the same in any way, shape or form after that transit. Something changes Some, that is major. Yeah, there's there's yeah. definitely a huge shift. And it's so funny. I remember hearing about that return a couple of years, maybe three years before mine. And I remember hearing the kind of like what you were describing, Gina, like the three like major areas of your life that will, mm -hmm. that a lot of people experience a major shift in is your relationships, your location, mm -hmm. and your profession. You know, yeah. a lot of, yeah. a lot of us, you know, probably most of us are familiar with the concept of a midlife crisis. <laughs> More recently, <laughs> we've been hearing folks be like, I'm going through a quarter life crisis. And I, uh -huh. and from what I have personally witnessed more often than not, it's, it has to do with Saturn doing it. it's, it's returned through where it used, oh, it was yeah. when you were born. Yeah. And I know for myself, I experienced a major change in all three of those areas. Absolutely. I went from dating someone to being engaged. I moved over 200 miles um, away and my profession completely changed. Granted, the, the physical move had a lot to do with that switch. I had for I would say all of my career up until that point been in a very customer service facing role and I really did not want to do that and yeah. and the place that I moved to that was really a lot of what was available so I did take a job briefly just to kind of bring some income in um, and then I transitioned into mental health services yeah and which is very different from from customer service there's there are some like overlapping skill sets like staying calm when people are mad at you <laughs> mm -hmm. um but yeah very much like what what you said it's you can I love the way you phrased it you can get the flavor like you can know what ingredients are going into it mm -hmm. and you can kind of brace yourself for impact but the way that it <laughs> shows up in your life and the, the choices that are put in front of you, there's literally mm -hmm. no way to predict it. Mm -hmm. And I know for myself, you know, I think I shared even just in our last episode that when it came to moving, I was super resistant. I was like, oh, hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't want this. I'm not on board. I am not mm -hmm. okay with this. It was, it was really, really challenging for me to come to a place of acceptance with it. And, and ultimately it's, you know, a, let's see, in 
next month, by the end of next month, it will have been two years since that moved, wow. which is crazy because it's gone by so quickly already. Yeah. But, you know, I would say that the move was actually a really good thing. Not an easy thing yeah. by any right. means, but ultimately a good thing. So, boy, if that's not Saturn energy, I don't know what is. Like, this is do what's good for you. This is what's good for you. It's like taking your, um, I don't know, taking your vit- vitamins or eating <laughs> vegetables when you're little that you don't really like to eat. I don't know. I didn't like taking vitamins when I was little, those gross little Flintstone they vitamins. They were so chalky. Little... Oh, so gross. <laughs> but it's good for you. <laughs> I don't know. No, totally. And I, yeah. think, I think you're right. That definitely encompasses a lot of Capricorn energy like I live that every day (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like I don't want to do my laundry but I know that if I do it I will be able to pick for my entire wardrobe for work next week okay okay Okay. (laughs) or like doing the dishes like I don't want to do the dishes right now but I know that like one thing in the sink and it's gonna look like a freaking mountain by the end of the day Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and granted, these are very, very small examples of of that. When it comes to like your relationship changing, that can either be a really good thing, or you know, it can be a good thing, but it can also be a really painful thing. You know. But it, Definitely. I think, Saturn return really is about preparing you for the next phase mm. of your life. Mm. It's, mm. it's really like your dad coming in and being like, you've been holding on to all this bullshit and hoarding it forever. You're an adult. We're selling the house. You need to get your shit out. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a, what do you call it? Yeah. House cleaning, mm-hmm. like a clean sweep of, yeah, the outdated, the old, and a really like a choice point of like, what do you really want to hold on to moving forward? Mm-hmm. What's re- what's really important to you? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think sometimes yeah. the the those opportunities are kind of like on a whim. Like sometimes you don't even realize yeah. that that's kind of like what you're taking, but you're just like mm. I just feel inspired or I just have this itch to travel or I'm just like you mm-hmm. just wake up one morning and you're like holy fuck this relationship is just not what I want. Definitely. Definitely. And it takes like transits like this or moments like this, seasons in life like this that motivate you to change because otherwise a lot of us could really stay in patterns of complacency mm-hmm. um, for a long time. Yes. Um, yeah. Way past the expiration date. And I think everybody listening can identify with that, at least on some mm-hmm. level, like even if you're not doing that anymore, yeah. certainly there might've been a time in life where you were engaging in that kind of behavior, you know, because we, we like to hold on to what is familiar yeah. Um, especially with respect to relationships and things like that, because we receive love from those places or just that um, the feeling of consistency that allows us to feel secure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, the lessons come uh, with respect to, yeah, you know, what, what makes you feel loved and what makes you feel secure is actually not entirely dependent on the outside, but Mm -hmm. what is inside and your Saturn return can really push you inside of yourself um, so that you can actually look at what's going on Mm -hmm. and again, see what you want to carry forward and leave behind. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, totally. And, you know, just like everyone's, you know, everyone who experiences a Saturn return, it's, there's, I would argue that there are smooth parts and there are bumpy parts. Yeah, I wouldn't, <laughs> you know, it, emotionally, it might feel like a roller coaster because, you know, <laughs> Saturn, Saturn rules Capricorn and Capricorn is very steady, very methodical, very, mm-hmm. you know, on, on the other end of the spectrum, it can come across really rigid and mm-hmm. kind of like, there's not a lot of give. And so when that give actually happens, it can almost feel like a little bit of whiplash, like a uh, rubber band snapping. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but there's definitely also periods of like quiet. Like I remember my Saturn return was probably, it felt quiet for like the first probably year to be perfectly honest. I think for me, the first year was really the underneath the surface kind of stuff that, Mm. that Mm. feeling of restlessness, that feeling of like, oh, something doesn't quite feel like it did before. I can't quite mm-hmm. put my finger on it. Like I'm, I'm mm-hmm. starting to explore and, and look at things that maybe I've intentionally not been looking at or exploring or one of those things where it's just like, well, oh, I'll take a look at that eventually. But like, you kind of get that itch, like that urge be like, yeah, I'm feeling good. Today might be the day to finally look at that box that has my ex's name on it that I, for some reason, am still holding on to and I've just never gotten rid of or whatever it is. Definitely. And then the second year is when shit started moving. I, yeah, that resonates with me too. Um, For myself, um, my Saturn return happened in the sign of Sagittarius and it was moving through my 11th house of fellowship. Mm. Um, So when my, or very shortly after my Saturn return began, um, a series of synchronicities happened that led me to quitting my job. Uh, in customer service and also quitting my job as a yoga teacher at a couple of studios in Portland uh, to just pack up, to leave everything behind, to also leave the relationship that was off and on for a number of years um, and just pack everything up and headed to Bali. Sagittarius is the sign of travel. Mm -hmm. It's the sign of um, spiritual knowledge, higher education, um, and just it's really expansive and it has the keynote of exploration. So really, yeah, I was definitely in my my home sign uh, there. Yeah. And um, moving through the 11th house of fellowship, you know, and when we talk about fellowship, it's about uh, community connections and mm-hmm. really my craving to find um, more fulfilling like soul family connections mm-hmm. and to be to have those connections be um in alignment with the work that I was doing and to um yeah just to live a more fulfilled life mm-hmm. um through this exploration and I really had no problem just dropping all of that shit that wasn't working yeah. um to to dive into much more of this deeper work that it was just it I was springboarded into um <laughs> this this environment of of you know being on this island um of Bali and to start to unpack mm-hmm. um a lot of those outdated modes of thinking and being and feeling and to 
start to dismantle these foundations in mm-hmm. a place where in a beautiful place where I was um, feeling held and like safe enough to release. And yeah. it was a balance between isolation and care yeah. um, of doing, of doing my work and really like digging into my insides and, and also through that process, you know, opening up to different people, different connections, different experiences of mm-hmm. community. Um, so that was, I mean, gosh, it was just the beginning of so many things. And I'm really grateful for that time, even though it was very, it was very beautiful and very difficult mm. as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. I remember when like probably the first six months didn't notice any shift, didn't notice anything, anything. And I remember kind of like looking around one day and being like, is this actually happening? Like, yeah. Like trying to connect <laughs> with my guides and being like, um, yeah, I kind of thought this was supposed to start, you know, back in uh, December. And, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> did, did I, like, miss something? Like, did, did the boat not come? You know, and feeling, like, almost like I was doing something wrong. Because, mm. you know, I, for all intents and purposes, I had kind of, like, been warned, if you will, about kind of, like, some of the things to expect with Saturn Return. Mm. And then, like, just mm-hmm. nothing happening. And just thinking to myself, like, like, is it just me or like, what is going on? And that almost made me like more nervous. Mm-hmm. Because you you hear these stories of things. And so you yeah. kind of like almost like brace yourself for impact and then there's no movement. Yeah. <laughs> so don't let that fool you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But no, I, I have to say that I've, fully and like admire you for just packing up and going to Bali and saying like peace y'all because that is not something I think I would ever do like I said yeah (laughs) my 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 Saturn's in Capricorn along with several other planets that you know are just not spontaneous like that like I know I've got Mercury I think I've got Neptune in there um Mm -hmm. I think Uranus is also in my Capricorn. So I've got like a lot of things happening in there. So yeah. there's, there were definitely, I, I think for me, that really also had an effect on, it wasn't just like one area of my life, you know, right? that got a little bit of a makeover. And it wasn't even that, like, I think sometimes Saturn Return is like built up to like this huge thing, like, oh, X, Y, and Z is going to happen and this and this and this, you know? Yeah. And so, but and as a Capricorn, I almost expected my Saturn return to be harsher. Like, mm-hmm. kind of like what we talked about, like, with the full moon, like, to really feel it more. And mm-hmm. in some ways, I think because my son, you know, is Capricorn is my sun sign and it's ruled by Saturn, I almost felt like I, like, just rode the wave. Yeah. Yeah, because it's already, it's in your that energy is permeating your chart and your being already. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's not to say that I went right along when the wave came in. No, of course not. (laughs) By any means. There were definitely some moments that are like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, Uh hold on. Stop the bus. We gotta, (laughs) 
I gotta, <laughs> you know, think about this or, or get comfortable with it or, or what have you. And that's not to say that that's always how it worked out, you know, like with the move, I was kind of, you know, I got a text saying like, Hey, I took the job. This is going to be my last day here. And I start this date. And I was thinking, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, it, some of those things like happened quickly and I kind of had to just adjust as, as we went yeah. and other things I was just like, Oh, I see you. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to, to touch that with a 10 foot pole yet. So you, you stay over there. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to come to you when I'm ready. And of course, you know, those things tend to make their way towards you, whether you want them to or not. But, you know, for me, I think the, uh, I think sometimes what people don't hear about is what you get out of yeah of your sad return and we kind of touched on it a little bit but Mm -hmm. I know for me it was really an opportunity to just reevaluate the the path that I was on that I don't you know you can call coincidence you can call it time you can call it whatever you want to but Mm -hmm. I'm sure you remember you know I was really unhappy yeah when yes by the time I was leaving New Seasons I was ready to get the fuck out of there and light a match on my way out I was so so over it. Yeah. And, and that's not to say that, you know, the store itself was doing anything wrong, but just my experiences within my department, there were some challenges and some frustrations and being the Capricorn that I am, I tend to take on things that don't necessarily belong to me because I can, I have workaholic tendencies. If I see that something's not being done and I know I can do it, I'll, I'll usually just do it because it needs to get done. But then what happens is people tend to rely on that. And then you become this workhorse for other people when that wasn't the original intention. So it was a little bit of a hell that I made for myself Mm. in that. And I can fully acknowledge and recognize that in retrospect at the time, man, I was salty AF. I was, mm-hmm. oof, I was well done. Get me out of there. So, you know, there were, there were definitely things that were working in my favor. Like, I don't know that I would have gotten into the field that I'm in now had I stayed. Right. Exactly. I think I would have gotten there eventually, but the, mm-hmm. the move really provided that opportunity to be like, I don't want to work food service I don't want to do customer service again you know and the town that I moved to that's really like every fast food place is hiring Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it was just like I I'm not even gonna apply because tell you what I will not make it it will not be a good situation so like I said being able to kind of ride that wave and I, in some ways, I think Saturn Return is almost like a trust fall with the universe. Yeah, you have no other choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and so I think as, as scary as that can be, uh, I almost uh, feel like the Saturn Return is one of the best times to, to do that. Most definitely. But I want to yeah. kind of like hear about, you know, you said you went to Bali Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know you told me a little bit um, about that, but correct me if I'm wrong. Did you go somewhere else besides Bali? I can't quite remember. I did. I was traveling 
it to so many different places at that time. I was between like I'd have to go on when I lived in Bali because I lived there for almost well for the better part of my Saturn return Mm -hmm. I was there Um, but I had to do visa runs to like Singapore for example Mm. and I'd hang out in Singapore for a few days and made friends there and I when my first go around in Bali it did I did a lot of great work like Mm self-work internal work but the external um, the external work opportunities with respect to teaching yoga and things like that, that I wanted to have, yeah. um, and maybe expected to have going there, um, did not manifest themselves in the way that I wanted. Mm. Um, so I left, you know, I was, I was pretty defeated when I left and, um, I ended up, um, venturing to England, um to yeah because I met I met this um this English guy um in Bali and we just connected on a really beautiful level and he kept asking me to come over there and I was like okay I'll go over there I would have gone are you kidding me (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so after yeah after he asked me a zillion times I was like okay I'll, I'll go over there things aren't really panning out over here anyways I'm pretty a little bit salty about how things played out um and so I just went somewhere else I was like fuck this I'm leaving and (laughs) I'm out Bali (laughs) I'm out bye (laughs) see you next time yeah um so yeah I I went to England and um since I was over in that direction I had always wanted to go to France so I hopped on a, a bus and uh what do you call it a bus and a ferry yeah and I went to Paris and hung out there for a little bit and then went back to England and things between myself and that um that gentleman didn't really uh, we weren't really aligning uh Mm -hmm. as we were spending more and more time together yeah we're still friends now but it wasn't really working out to be in close close quarters together gotcha um mm -hmm. and so I left that part of the world and I was just like I need to go and um just do some more in-depth um reflection and like healing from these experiences of disappointment Mm -hmm. and I went I went to Nepal um and I again a place I had always wanted to go I've been fascinated with the east since I was a very young child yeah and when I started thinking about traveling um as a as a teenager, I was like, I want to get as far away from America as possible. And for me, that was the East. Yeah. So, um, yeah, went to Nepal and did a lot of really beautiful, sacred, sweet work in Nepal. Um, again, on the, on the inside, just to be, to be planted in an environment where, meditation and prayer and ritual is already infused into the culture right like there's there's nothing like that so yeah with Saturn and Sagittarius again it's this idea of like sampling different environments of pursuing um higher knowledge and um philosophy and all kinds of things so Mm -hmm. um really embodying that energy through the experience of travel and exposing myself to different cultures and ways ways of being and different every different every piece of land has a different energy grid so Mm -hmm. I had a lot of exposure to different energy grids and um 
so that's a that's a taste of where I was and then ultimately after Nepal I came to a kind of choice point because I knew I wasn't meant to be there forever mm-hmm. um so I I actually through a series of contemplations and conversations and events I went back to Bali um with a renewed sense of because of all the really good work that I did in Nepal on myself Mm -hmm. um I went back with this renewed like fervor and in my like my inner fire was kindled rekindled and I felt like invincible and so so good to be back because I had my confidence back yeah and and I went into that environment and uh or back to Bali and not with within like two weeks I had a job and I, it was pretty, yeah, I had a job and very successful in that. And a lot of things came out of that opportunity. Um, So yeah, what I wanted to be manifesting initially ended up coming to pass. And um, I met a lot of beautiful students and made and fostered a lot of, um, unforgettable connections in that environment as well so yeah fellowship as well because all this was happening in my 11th house of community and Mm -hmm. um larger group connections and things like that so so cool yeah I was gonna say yeah the when you were describing how you were going like from place to place I don't could not tell you who the artist is but there's an oldie song that goes I'm the wanderer like that just like yeah like... <laughs> I roam around 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 <laughs> yeah um, just like yeah it's gonna and I have to tell you I am I've always wanted to travel I haven't done much of it yeah so being able to like kind of in my own way live vicariously through you I'm just like yes <laughs> yes because you know going to Nepal it sounds like, you know, you, you really had kind of a goal in mind, almost. Oh, yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I can't say that I've heard a lot of people be like, yeah, I'm gonna go into my sad return. I'm gonna have a game plan. No. (laughs) For me, it was more like, um, I'm gonna try and not get knocked on my ass more than a, a dozen times, kind of a thing. Yeah, it was one of those where, just like I just kind of need to survive this almost mm, mm. just kind of need to make it to the other side <laughs> yeah whereas you know hearing your perspective where you were just like no I have this goal and I'm gonna go get it and then it didn't really kind of work out so you're just like screw it I'm gonna try something else you know mm-hmm. I think a lot of times when we have goals or we have aspirations or we have something we're working towards and it doesn't work out we kind of fizzle out yeah definitely but I think the fact you know like you shared with your placement and stuff how those things actually worked to your benefit so maybe for Mm -hmm. folks who haven't experienced their Saturn return yet or maybe you have experienced your first one and your next one is coming up you know we're all clearly at different points in our lives and have different experiences Mm. and needs and whatnot but I think it you know I'll be interested to see by the time Saturn comes around again if I'm still (laughs) kind of in that I'm gonna see what happens kind of a thing 
Yeah. Or if I'll be able to be a little more proactive. Because I think ultimately that's really what I got out of my Saturn return. Because I was kind of a, you know, like I mentioned in our last episode, very much a vagabond in that I was kind of moving from place to place. I was going from job to job. And now I feel much more settled. Mm. I feel a greater sense of stability. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I would have really, I think I was kind of like trying to and like starting to establish that um, towards the beginning and as my Saturn return kind of came around. But yeah, I didn't kind of like what we talked about before, you know, when I think of Capricorn, like when I picture someone else as a Capricorn, I picture them like very mm-hmm. stable. Yeah. Like yeah. certain of who they are and where they're going and what they want. And I've <clears throat> never really had that. It's always kind of been that yeah. Piscean energy of like, oh, well, we'll just kind of see where I end up. <laughs> kind of a yeah. kind of a feeling. <laughs> yeah, it's like the form and the formless, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. One, th- one thing I always really appreciated about my boss at New Seasons, David, he was fantastic. I, I, I adore him. He's so funny. Um, he described me as someone who just kind of flew by the seat of my pants. Mm-hmm. And I never would have described myself that way. Yeah. But by him saying that, it really kind of opened my eyes a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess mm. I do kind of do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know one thing he would say is that he's like half the time you wouldn't be where I expected you to be you're doing what I expected you to be doing he's like not that you ever did anything wrong necessarily but I would just kind of assume you'd be in one place and you'd be in another doing something completely different yeah so yeah so I'll be kind of interested to see really where I am the next time Saturn comes around and granted you know kind of like what we've talked about there's almost 30 years in between yeah yeah Saturn it's a lot it's of it's a time. slow moving planet <laughs> yeah which makes sense yeah. it's it's freaking huge yeah and so you know the the first time Saturn comes around you're in your late 20s and for me at least I was kind of just starting to like like I mentioned kind of settle down and and figure out which direction I want to go in. I I never really had that stability or that sense of steadiness. I was just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. And mm-hmm. so now that I'm kind of like into my thirties, I kind of have a game plan. I'm still, mm-hmm. I'm still very much a, let's kind of see what happens. Not with everything, but with some things. Yeah, it's good to be in a state of flow with respect to something. Yeah. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. you know, by the by the next time it comes around, I'll be just it'll be just before I'm 60 and I'm just thinking to myself, dear god, I hope that I am better prepared. Cuz I don't think you can ever really mm-hmm. prepare at least for your first Saturn return. No way. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think those of us that are a little um, that are more spiritually inclined and are maybe more open to 
the astrological movements and whatnot I feel like we're a little luckier because we get kind of a heads up right right (laughs) that something (laughs) is coming yeah but you know it's it's so interesting because when I first got through it 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 was kind of quiet like I almost expected like this sense of relief like this sense of a weight lifting off my shoulders like oh yes I'm Mm. done with my Saturn return I can be more free you know but it was kind of like how it started I was just like was that it like is it actually over it was like I didn't quite trust it (laughs) yeah but now that I'm kind of on well on the other side of it it's just like in retrospect that wasn't too bad I feel like it could have been a lot worse and I feel like for some folks it it definitely is more challenging totally and I think you brought up a good point earlier, not in this conversation earlier, but earlier today, where and I, I resonate with everything that you just said. And like this year feels like, and because you said this and I identify with it, I'm going to repeat it, yeah. <laughs> that this year with everything that is happening in the world, and uh, I'll just leave it at that, is uh, it's like Saturn return part two, you know, <laughs> like part two is happening now and it's like uh, it's in many ways it's much harder Mm -hmm. because at least with Saturn return for me I had like a forewarning of and a flavor of what would be happening right this shit came this shit came out of the blue (laughs) and and I I feel like I've been like I feel like yeah I was doing like really lovely internal work before but this is like Mm -hmm this is like the real deal like humanity and divinity together like where before I was really uh immersed in like spiritual practice and all of this and I I do feel like I was in contact with starting to unpack trauma and things like that before Mm -hmm. but now now (laughs) this is like it's the realest that it's ever been and that's definitely well with the transits that we're going through now yeah that's Saturn and plutonic energy moving and doing their dance of destruction together yeah so yeah yeah absolutely (laughs) it's you know we have and correct me if I'm wrong um because I'm I don't watch it every single day but I believe at least at the time of this recording we have seven planets in retrograde ah earlier this year we had five and I was just like holding on for dear life I'm just like dear sweet baby (laughs) Jesus Please, for the love of God, help me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just read that Mars is supposed to be going into retrograde on the 9th. Oh, my. So, so we're going to have basically mm-hmm. the entire solar system in retrograde. What happens if the Earth goes into retrograde? <laughs> Does that happen? Can that happen? I might have to do a little research once once we're done here. But, I mean, it's it's true. The It really feels like the entire planet is going through a Saturn return. Yeah. But not just that, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's going through a Mercury return, it's going through a Venus return, it's going through a Mars return. Like, it, like, literally everything almost feels like it's being pulled inside out. Yeah, like an overhaul. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I think it's fair and safe to say that there's a lot of resistance in a lot of different places. Oh, Yeah. You know, yeah, this is this is not me trying to point a finger in any one direction or at any one particular topic. I think just overall, it's yeah, it's the kind of really what it feels like to me is like a metamorphosis. 
Mm-hmm. And I think Pluto. Yeah. And I think <laughs> yeah. in a way that's really kind of like what the Saturn return does. Yeah. Is it like yeah. brings up this magnifying glass on all of these aspects of your life saying, how can I do better? Yeah. How can yeah. I change? How can I improve? Mm. And it's not about really like what you've done wrong. Yeah. Because I think sometimes Saturn return has that tone to it of like, these mm. are all the ways that I haven't been holding up whatever or, or haven't been true to myself or haven't done X, Y, and Z. And yeah. And I think it would be foolish to say that there's no chance you're not going to experience that at least a little bit. Yeah. Because I think kind of like what you described, you know, you, you went to Bali with these aspirations and, and on some level, some expectations, and it just did not pan out. Nope. <laughs> and so it's just like, okay, I see where maybe I need to do some adjusting. Yeah. So I'm going to go and do the work and kind of figure out how I can adjust. And then I'm going to try again. Yeah, exactly. And I know, at least for me, ultimately, that's what I got out of my Saturn return was yeah. being like, this is the way I've lived my life so far. Mm-hmm. And these are all of the ways that that really hasn't been good for me or hasn't worked out or yeah. has made things challenging. So now is an opportunity to make some adjustments, try some new things, and hopefully improve. Yeah. And, you know, hang on tight because here we go. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, and that's not to say that you, you know, I don't think everyone, for better or worse, makes those kinds of adjustment and, and makes those changes and has those realizations and, and does the work. I think it's entirely possible and, and maybe even intentional that people don't make those changes. Yeah. Yeah, you could, what is it? Uh, you can lead a horse to water, you know? But, yeah. 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 And... Yeah. You know, I think sometimes even like there are things that I feel like I experienced in my Saturn return that they're they're brought into awareness simply for that reason. Yeah. It's not about making the change. It's about just recognizing it. Seeds planted. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because I think that's just part of the kind of cycle of life in general, if you will, because if you think about nature, you know, when we do the harvest, we clear everything out and we kind of let it rest and then mm-hmm. we plant the seeds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's Saturn return is a kind of all of that mixed in a blender. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, wow. this year, man, I have to say though, thank God we are in the home stretch for me september is the home stretch yeah i know folks might be like what are you talking about there's still basically four months left are you crazy but if you think Mm -hmm. about it we're three quarters of the way through the year 
Yeah. And, and maybe I'm alone in this, but I feel like once we hit September, you know, they say as you get older, time tends to move more quickly. Yes. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like when you hit September, things just kind of start to go. Mm. I don't, you know, maybe this isn't the best example for this year in particular, but, you know, kids go back to school and then you, know, you start seeing decorations for fall and yeah. it's Halloween and then it's Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas and then it's New Year and then you turn around and you're and it's January again. Yeah. Yeah. I resonate with that. Yeah. Not that I'm complaining. I, I am over the heat. <laughs> ah. we're, yeah. we're going into our second uh, week of this heat wave where it's like triple digits for most of the week and I'm just I'm ready to tap out. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm ready for cooler weather. I miss the rain. Yeah. There is there is something in the air though, like the cooler, at least up here we we're getting definitely cooler mornings and cooler nights. Mm-hmm. Um and th- there's a particular, yeah, and I think you and I were talking about this, but like a particular smell in the air right now that's Mm -hmm. different and it's a signal of yeah what's coming and I think that's beautiful to be to be present um with those shifts Mm -hmm. uh seasonally and yeah just I don't know I love that Mm -hmm. (laughs) I would say that like if you haven't experienced your first Saturn turn yet and at this point you are not familiar or aware of the changing of the seasons I think that it could do you a great service to start maybe becoming aware of those things even if it's just the the phases of the moon Mm. being aware not even necessarily being in tune but just having it in your even just your peripheral vision I think is beneficial if you are in the middle of your Saturn return you got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It doesn't last forever. Yeah. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say cycles, like honoring cycles and, and the temporal nature of, of the planets, of all of these movements and shiftings of our internal world and our external world. Um, getting that reminder that, yeah, of impermanence and just the respecting of cycles is integral um, mm-hmm. to our existence here on mm-hmm. earth. And uh, when you're in touch with that life, death, life cycle, you are just, I don't know, you have a, a respect um, of, yeah, and a reverence uh, for what is going on here all the time. Uh, when you're present and when you're not present mm-hmm. so yeah definitely um, mm. before we wrap up Gina I'm curious were there any particular tools that you feel like you really utilized when you were experiencing maybe the more challenging times in your Saturn return I for myself I I mean yoga has been a big part of my life for a long time mm-hmm. so all of moving my body was integral and for those of you who are listening, um, 
who may not um, be into yoga, like you don't have to do yoga to um, access um, the feeling of freedom in your body. You could dance, you could shake it out, you could do, I don't know, qigong, whatever, <laughs> uh, free, free form movement. Um, moving a stagnant energy in the body is essential. Mm. Uh, even if that's just like getting up and walking around the block. Um, and secondly, uh, and this can go in conjunction with moving your body is get outside. Mm. Um, because it comes back to when you're in communion with nature, you're able to access what we were just talking about, which is the honoring of cycles Mm. and, um, to, uh, you know, drop down out of the activity of your mind and get back into your body and nature if we allow it, um, nature allows us to get very present, very fast. Mm. So movement of the body and connecting with nature for sure. I love that. Mm. Yeah. I think I probably went through more sage <laughs> in the time of my return. <laughs> so I probably have throughout my entire practice. I was burning that shit day and night. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this might sound silly coming from an earth sign but I also worked <laughs> a lot with grounding stones and crystals yeah and it would kind of change from from time to time you know Jean and I were talking about this um earlier you know I I have quite the collection of stones and crystals these days um and I don't even really work with my grounding stones very much at at least right now that I'm not really feeling the need for that kind of support. But sometimes when everything around you feels like, feels unsteady, feels like it's shifting, feels like it's moving, you can't really get your footing. That feeling of groundedness, even if it's just for a moment, like I remember I think I had a tiger's eye worry stone for a little while. Mm. I think I ended up gifting it away to someone, which is totally okay. You know, it worked its medicine with me and then it was time to move on. But having something to hold Mm. and, and, and whether you utilize crystals and stones in your everyday practice or not, even like, I don't even have crystals with me 24 seven, which might surprise some of you, but (laughs) having, (laughs) having something to hold, and just focus on, you know, and I would even do grounding techniques. I would um, use the five senses somehow, you know, like I would try to find five different colors, identify four different sounds, three things I could touch, maybe two things I could taste, one thing I could smell, you know, like whatever order that came easiest in, because it just brings you back to the present moment. Yeah. And I think those are tools that are beneficial, regardless of what might be going on in your world just because Mm. you know sometimes shit gets hard (laughs) yeah (laughs) and being able to pause and and slow down and and take that breath and just be like okay let's do this one thing at a time yeah and not feeling like that pressure to get everything done or have an answer for every single thing I think can also be really really helpful yeah Wonderful. I love that you brought that in. Yeah. Uh, 
I feel like those are things that I, you know, I'll go for a little while without utilizing them, but I always end up kind of coming back to them. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're techniques that you can do literally anywhere you are. That's right. Yeah. And I think if you have a couple of those tools in your tool belt, you'll be okay. Definitely. Wonderful. Well, everybody, that concludes today's episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can visit our individual Instagram accounts, uh, Gina.Rodondi and Theolin13. You can also reach us with comments and questions through our email at ccradiancepodcast at gmail.com. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us here at Co-Creating Radiance. May you find radiance where you least expect it. Again, if you're going through your Saturn return right now, hang in there. <laughs> it doesn't last forever. Don't hesitate to reach out for support. And if you yes. haven't experienced your Saturn return, hopefully we didn't scare you too badly. <laughs> <laughs> True. All right, everyone, take good care and we will see you next time. Yes, blessings. Namaste. Namaste.